Hi, welcome to this episode of Filmy Ladies. I'm your host, Pitu, and I'm joined by my co-host and friend, Beth. And today we have a spooky episode for you. Um, we wanted to watch Indian zombie movies, and there really aren't very many. There's a lot of horror flicks, and we've certainly seen our fair share of those, and Beth and I will be talking about those because spooky season. But as far as zombie films are concerned, I pretty much only know two. Um, Go Go Agon, which is the Sefali Khan, Kunal Khemu, Weirdas, um, starrer from 2013, if I'm not mistaken, and the recently released uh, Marathi zombie movie called Zombibli. Um, so we watched those two, and we basically wanted to talk about zombie movies and spooky stuff from Indian cinema. So Beth, what did you think of these two movies? I really love them both. Uh, I had seen Go Go Agon in the cinema, uh, I have not seen the sequel to it, which came out last year. Uh, I can't find it streaming anywhere, but I would watch it. Um, and then this Marathi one, I didn't know at all. I think I have seen one Marathi film. <laughs> so this was uh, really which cool. Which one's that No, I saw the original that Aya is based on, which is a short. Oh, okay. um, Guns or something. I haven't yeah, seen that one. Yeah. Um, I really love both these movies and I was really impressed with how different they are from each other. Like they feel very specific and and like they are doing their own things. And I'm not mm -hmm. a zombie expert by any means, but they both felt like they had, you know, um, cultural specificity and it wasn't just mm -hmm. like importing an idea and doing something brain dead <laughs> with it. So I really liked them. What did you think? First of all, I love that you said you're not an expert on zombie movies because I was like, are there people out there who are experts in zombie movies oh, yeah. or better yet, zombies? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, we should befriend these people. I want to be friends with them. Well, and also um, like I am, I do have a chapter in a book on Bollywood horror films, but I didn't write about zombies. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just found it interesting because it's like, there's so many horror movies, right? There's so many Indian horror films, whether it's Hindi or regional or whatever, and we'll come to those, but zombies as like a subgroup of horror films doesn't seem to have been particularly used in Indian cinema. And I wonder why that is. Is there just something inherently off-putting oh. about undead people eating people's brains? Is that it? Well, so part of it I think is if a zombie is a, a dead person who has risen, when you have a vast majority of people cremating the dead, you're not gonna have as many corpses, right? But obviously they're still, millions and millions of non-Hindus and other people who don't cremate right. in India, but like overall the vast majority of people cremate. So I think that's gotta be reason number one. So zombies are technically dead, are they? I think, well, if if you do it that way. Now, obviously like the people in Go Go Agon and zombies <laughs> are, not, are not rising from the dead. They are just, you know, infected. Um, right. Yeah, so I think it kind of depends on what your definition of zombie is. Gotcha. Um, to answer your question, I enjoyed both movies a lot. And like you said, they were both so different, which I enjoyed. It didn't feel like they were both like just saying the same things over and over. Yeah. And I, they were so different from something like Walking Dead, which I'm mm -hmm. not a fan of. Um, I know a lot of people who love Walking Dead, but I've seen maybe like two episodes of the first season. And I was like, yeah, this isn't my jam. Mm -hmm. um, so I like that they were so different. Um, what I loved about Gogoa Gone was the characters were so well written. 
Um, I love the three boys that are like friends and they were so funny and they were these potheads and impulsive and silly and adorable. Um, and they just keep like hurtling from one disaster to the other. But I have to say, I was disappointed with Seth. I thought he let Ooh. the movie down. Oh. I just felt like he hammed as Boris, the baby guy. Yeah, he was very hammy. And I was just kind of like, when Kunal Kemu, who admittedly is a very good actor, yeah, he when is. Kunal Kemu is completely overshadowing you, and even Virzas is overshadowing you, I'm like, you're doing something wrong, man. <laughs> um, but I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I also went down a rabbit hole where I was trying to understand what things repel zombies because in Gogoa gone, cocaine apparently repels them. Which I had completely forgotten and thought was hilarious. Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a zombie hunter in case you didn't know no. that, but um, yeah, but and but then in Zombie, apparently the thing that like freezes them or whatever and like they uh, suddenly stop is water. So Spoiler alert. Oh, yes, yes. I think at this point, every single episode of ours should just come with like a spoiler. In fact, we'll inform you if there are no spoilers. There because we go. There okay. Be no yeah. Um, we have water, which also, is very creative. <laughs> yeah, so they were like, so Gogolgon was like, oh, you put cocaine on zombies. Very, very expensive method of eliminating zombies, if I may say. True, true. Um, and then so really had the much more budget-friendly zombie um, repellent, which was water, much cheaper, I would say. Um, but both the plots of the movies were really interesting. And I loved Amea Wag's um, character in Zobibli. Um, He's actually a really good Marathi theater actor and I've seen a lot of his plays. And he was just so adorable as this like bumbling, cute, innocent little person who's got caught in this like disaster of epic proportions that he has no idea what to do. Um, so I liked that as well. And I like the kind of like the hominess um, of like this little suburb and all of that, where Gogoagon felt more sort of expansive. Mm. Let me ask you, as a person with mm. a lot of Mumbai experience, I, mm. I really liked how both these movies used very specific different locations. And I was wondering what felt to you that was Mumbai-ish about the one set there because obviously Goa like you had foreigners who they directly name as bringing the zombie cur you know like bringing the thing and infecting everybody which was very funny um you have them contained on an island which you think is gonna save the day in the end but then I'd forgotten the end of this too that at the end it's like oh shit it's on the mainland too you know um, right. and then um you know, the party atmosphere, the fact that it's all very young people um, and everything. So that was all very cool and specific. So how did you feel the specificity of the location worked for Zombie It didn't actually seem particularly Mumbai to me, um, not in the sense that say Darlings was. I mean, Darlings was a very like, this is Mumbai, like within the first five minutes of that movie, I was like, this is Baikala. And apparently that is where it was shot or at least where it was set. Mm. I didn't get that sense from Zombibli at all. Um, I mean, instead of Zombibli, it could have been um, some other city and it wouldn't have made as much of a difference. Um, I did like all the different, you know, characters in it where it was like, you had the the guy who owns the the factory, who's like the bad guy, and then the guy who runs the factory, and then Amewak's character, he's just caught in this like web. But I didn't necessarily feel that it was like Mumbai specific. They literally could have shot this movie anywhere, and it would have it would have worked. Um, I was shocked at how well 
at least as far as I was understanding from subtitles, that the, the virus was contained because it seems like in a city like Mumbai, that would actually be impossible. <laughs> and it's like, oh, we shut down a few highways. So everything is contained. You're like, uh, yeah, but it was, it, I mean, for storytelling, it was great. And they could keep it. I mean, part of me thinks that they decided on the setting because they came up with a pun for the name. Right. And then they backformed. Right. Yeah, that, that's fine. Uh, right. I did like that both movies were comedies um, because yes. I think like yes. I think that is actually the genre of horror that I enjoy the most because yes. I do like horror movies. It's just I'm a coward. And so if you make like full on horror, then I will get traumatized and I will get nightmares. So at least if it's like comical and you have like these silly characters like Gogo Agon has these like brats or if it has, you know, the funny characters that Zombikli has, then it's, it's better for me because yeah. I think the best Indian horror film I've seen in my life was hands down Thumbad. Um, <sighs> have you seen it? Okay, so that's another Marathi movie you've seen. It was oh, yeah, terrifying. True. Yeah, it is terrifying. It's, but it's so good. I mean, it's one of the best films I've seen, like just across the board, but it's terrifying. And I never want to watch it again. And I'm so glad I didn't see it on the big screen. Oh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that is not so, <laughs> This kind of horror comedy works for me. It's, it's the most my heart can take. Um, do you like other horror comedies? Like, how do you feel about three and Bulbulaya and Bulbulaya 2 and Ruhi and all of those? I've not seen... Bubulaya. I don't remember why not, but I have seen the second one, which was only worth watching for Taboo, in my opinion. Um, she was amazing. She's amazing. The rest of it's totally forgettable. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a fan of that, but I think I should watch the first one because uh, whatever version, like I know there's the, the Hindi is a remake and whatever, I should watch at least just for video. The original is really good. Vidya is amazing in that. Right. Is amazing as usual. Um, I think I have, because that original is Malayalam, right? Yes, which over. I have seen that. I have seen that. I think it's called um, Mani Chitratal. Yeah. Um, I, I liked Stree very much. I even liked it so much. I showed it for an event for the museum where I work. That was really fun. We had a discussion. Um, I like Ruhi. I know you do not, but I, I liked that fine. I liked Boot Police. If you haven't seen Boot Police, it's it's really cute. It's mostly a comedy more than anything else. And um, anyone who can find a good way to use Arjun Kapoor is more creative than others because he's he's bad but that was he's pretty good in that I would say um okay and I also really like um well we can get we can get into non-comedies too later but yeah there's some other um and of course so I don't know where you want to slot the Ramsey Brothers movies because they obviously do have a dose of comedy in them but I don't think most of them probably count as horror comedies but I do love those I can't I can never remember which one is which but I really enjoy those so they all sort of blend together into each other don't they For and me, they I've do. never yeah. yeah and I've never gotten a Ramsey Brothers movie like from a movie library like when I was growing up because first of all I would never have been allowed um but <laughs> Every Ramsey brother I've ever seen, every Ramsey brothers movie I've ever seen was late night on cable TV where you're just like mindlessly scrolling sure. and you want to see something and then you see this creaky door and there's always like this old caretaker. They always had these like schlock. It was like paint, paint by numbers. Um, <laughs> and one thing that always puzzled me and I still don't know the answer to this. There was always a very foolish 
but sexy woman. And she would sure. always wear like a flimsy nightgown, like a white silky nightgown. And she would always <laughs> go for a walk in the middle of the night. And even me as a foolish preteen, like I was like 10 or 11, I'd be like, okay, why you got to wear a flimsy nightgown, which is like basically transparent and go for a walk in the middle of the night in this weird place. Like who does that? So uh, the Ramsey Brothers movies, basically, I would just like hate watch them and like eat snacks late at night and just be like, <laughs> what is happening? But they weren't that scary because like special, yeah. the special effects and everything was like so bad. Um, but but you seem to enjoy them. Oh, I do. Yeah, I very much enjoy those. But yeah, I can't I can't tell you which one is which. And partly that's because very few of them are subtitled. But um, I, yeah, no, I always enjoy it. Well, do you need subtitles for a Ramsey Brothers movie? This is the thing. I mean, I'm sure I'm missing some things, but I, yeah, I love those. I love a, la- I mean, a lair, a basement lair. I'm here for that. That kind of stuff is is right up my alley. So what about, what about non-comedy horror films from India? Are you, do you watch some? Sounds like you watch some. I've seen some of the older like Ram Gopal Verma movies. I thought those were good. Like Urmila and Bhut. Bhut was fun. Wasn't there also a movie she did that was called Khan? Mm-hmm. That was interesting. Um, I, I think I've seen Vastu Shastra once that had Sushmita Sen in it. And that mm-hmm. was good also. But it hasn't stayed with me. But Bhut and, and Khan were pretty good. Um, I don't know if this movie would be categorized as horror maybe it is but i like the really old madhuri diksha jackie shroff movie 100 days have you seen that one i have seen that i really like it i love that little jump scare where they find the skeleton in the wall and like <laughs> okay speaking of, really one. speaking of jackie shroff I want to know why Jackie Schroff was not in Zombie Lee, like being his weird, drunk, whatever he is self. Like he would have made an excellent, like 30 second guy on the street. He gets infected. He beats somebody up, says something nonsensical. That's it. But I really wanted him. You know what Jackie Shroff should do? We should somehow manage like through our connections or whatever to get a message to him. Um, He should have his own talk show. Oh, That's what I've always thought. Don't you think that would be so good? Like conversations with Jagu Dada. And it would just I mean, be like Jagu just that, expounding. The promotional stuff he did with Anil Kapoor for um, AK versus AK was so funny. He's just a funny guy. Yeah. Half the time, I don't know what he's saying, no. but like, I'm there for it. I'm interested. I'm like, please say more. <laughs> I'll catch up. Good, sir. Yeah, I wrote my notes say Jackie Shroff's chaotic energy would have been good in a cameo as an early zombie. <laughs> <laughs> chaotic energy is correct. Um, have you noticed, um, and I'm trying to think if this is just specific to Indian horror or if it's also a thing in Western horror, because I really think like Hollywood horror films are so much better than Indian horror movies are. But um, why is it that so many of the horror movies in India, especially like the older ones, have, it's always the same plot of like, there's this woman that's been wronged. Bulbulaya too does the same thing, where it's like, well, also so does one. A woman has been wronged and then she has to come back from the dead and now she's trying to exact revenge. And then as long as the evildoers have been like punished, then her soul can be like mollified or whatever. She stops haunting people. But that just seems to be like such a basic trope in Indian horror films is it I mean, possibly women are treated badly hmm I wonder why. Uh, well yeah I was gonna say there's that and there's also the like an uncontrollable woman is what could be more scary you know yes <laughs> uh speaking of uncontrollable women do we love bulbul because I love bulbul 
Yes. That's Bubble by far so my, good. my but favorite Bubble Indian is, yes, scary film. So good. But again, it's in that same category as Tumbad in the sense oh, that yeah. it was so traumatizing and frightening and I do not want to watch it again, but it was so good. I loved it. It was traumatizing for other reasons than Tumbad was, yeah. but still it was so like the sexual violence in it. I, mm. I did not see that coming, but it was so satisfying. Like at the end when I mean, you kind of at some point pieced it together where you were like, you know, who the ghost or the evil spirit or whatever is. Yeah. But I also thought it was so pretty. It was such a beautiful movie. And the outfits. And I want to see more of Tripti Dimri. I don't understand I why we haven't seen more of her. I thought she was really good. And I forget what the other actress's name was, but she was so eerie. That's the sister-in-law. Pauli Dam. Yes, Pauli Dam. She was so eerie. And Rahul Bose was so good in it. Like everyone in the movie was good. That was a good movie, but I actually don't know very many people who've seen it, which is disappointing. I I have made many people watch it and I I will continue to do so. So listeners, if you have not seen Bulbul on Netflix, please watch it. It's really, really, really good. And it has, um, it's aesthetics, I would say are very largely Bengali cinema, which for me works super well. Um, You know, the, the, Crumbling Havelis and Mandara stuff is is has some specificity to it that is really really cool. Also the clothes and the oh, jewelry, gorgeous. Every single print, every single frame. I was just like, oh, that's so pretty. That's so pretty. Unfortunately, the prettiness also lulled me into like not like I would just be like, oh, and then I'd be like, oh gosh, that is terrible. Um, but Bobo is <laughs> kind of like, yeah, it is a bit disastrous you know, in just in terms of how it makes you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was a really good movie too. Um, my favorite zombie movie actually by far, and I know you haven't seen it, and you must, I'm such an evangelist for this movie, is Train to Busan. Mm-hmm. Isn't it very no. scary though? Well, it's not as scary as Tumbad. Not Nothing oh, is as scary okay. as Tumbad. If you can handle Tumbad, you can handle Train to Busan. It's just... Mm brilliant cinema it's just so well made and it was my introduction to korean cinema and korean um shows which i'm very grateful for because after i watched train to busan i just went down this rabbit hole of watching everything korean i could find it's just so well made um and i did hear that they were gonna make a hollywood remake which i was like no do not destroy train to busan it's perfect but then it was shelved so i was happy about that but you must watch it it is the best zombie movie i've seen by far I just did a quick Google for Indian zombie movies and there's actually, there are some more that, that we uh, are not aware of, which is interesting, but also, you know, these Wikipedia lists, sometimes you're like, that's not, that's not what that is, my friend. So, but yeah, so if, so viewers out there who are into this, please report back on other zombie movies that you have seen. Um, I wanted to talk about um, what what is causing the zombification or whatever in both the movies? Because I think that's, you know, that's always some social commentary and all that. That's super interesting. So in, you know, Go Go Gone, it's imported drugs, um, which yeah, is yeah. just perfect. Like, that's so funny. It's so specific when one of them is like globalization, you know, right. <laughs> it's really funny to me. But in, in Zombibli, I thought that was, um, you know, we have the evil capitalism and stealing the water and all, and, and the fact that the yeah. thing that he steals is then the thing that defeats him in the end, which was, yeah. which was really interesting. But I, I also thought- really like that. In, in there, I, I also wondered, so in Zombie there are way fewer women we see as zombies, right? And I, 
that's kind of interesting to think about because it took a while to see any women zombies. And at first I thought, oh, maybe they can't get infected, but they were. But then obviously we have a major character who's very pregnant um, and her, she's obviously supposed to be kind of a fighter by nature. She's, you know, she said, she, um, she's discussing. Yeah. But then I was wondering, like, is there a little bit of commentary there on, you know, pregnancy Mm -hmm. as zombification? I'm sure that's been done in other places. Like pregnancy as disease is an interesting thing. And then like the, the ferocious protector mother figure that she Mm -hmm. is, and yet they don't really do a whole lot of I mean, they talk about, you know, he's like, I want you and the baby to survive. I don't care if I survive or whatever, but there's not a whole lot of playing to that kind of emotion. And then we do see the baby in the end, but that's a a fairly minor detail. And I was so glad that she does not go into labor during the zombie thing. I thought for sure she would, but she doesn't. So I I appreciate that they didn't do that. So I'm sure that she would. There was some kind of interesting stuff maybe going on with, with what femininity and motherhood or something in there, but I'm not sure what exactly. I like the fact that they kind of like subverted the tropes where the husband played by Amir Vag is the one who's kind of like cowardly and doesn't really like he's very passive and he never wants to pick fights and he just is, is very like go with the flow keep your head down and do your work sort of a person and it's his wife who seems so like pretty and nice and decent and girl next door and she's really she's the one who has a potty mouth and she's the one who like you know on the surface she just seems like a certain vanilla kind of a person Mm -hmm. but she's really the one who is fine and I actually really appreciated the fact that she's the one who actually rescues him um when they come in that big like fire truck and I love the guy that the the gamer boy who's like always you know playing with his little like set or whatever he's the one who really like orchestrates the whole thing so I don't know if there was necessarily a deep commentary there but I did like the fact that the guy didn't because to me it would have been very unbelievable if Amir Vag's character who until then has been shown as this sort of shrinking violet suddenly becomes really like bold and heroic and he takes everything on like that just doesn't make any sense to me he's a coward until the end but he will (laughs) stand up for his you know work for his wife and he cares about her and the baby but he's still not someone that's going to take unnecessary risks and one of my favorite um uh, scenes in the movie where was where he's in the car and it's surrounded by all these zombies and they're like beating on it and he's terrified and he pulls things out of his wallet and he's showing them different pictures of gods like he's like showing them different things and then he's saying different mantras and he's trying to see which one will work and of course none of it works and he's genuinely disappointed (laughs) he's like none of these are working and I'm like how are you a grown man? You're so naive. But I just thought he was so enduring because of his naivete. And um, uh, one of the characters in Go Go Gone does a quick prayer as well, which I, again, I had forgotten. Yeah. So that was a nice- I think it's um, Kanal Kemu who does that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a nice little aside. <laughs> I also want to um, applaud Zombie for its zombie dance number because yes. I'm a so child. I was, I was a little kid when- when Thriller came out, that is by far my early, by my most formative and earliest zombie experience comes from watching Thriller over and over. You should be Michael Jackson from Thriller for Halloween. Do it. Yeah. I'm a middle-aged white lady, so I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Anyone, you should wear a red sequin suit for Halloween. 
that, that was so like to see them finally do that. That was so great. And I, you know, I, it had me, I love that go, go, gone opens with the, the Turin GV number and everything like yeah. yes, correct. That's what should happen. Um, so I'm really glad that they did that. And there was actually, when they're kind of having a big fight with the zombies in the water warehouse, yeah. I was like, this would be a really good place for a dance number in other movies. Yes. There would be a dance number right here, like a fight, a fight <laughs> dance, you know, but yeah, that was, that was really, really, that was a missed opportunity. I have to admit. <laughs> I mean, I, I can see why they put it in the end and this is clearly not a big musical number sort of film and that's, that's okay. Right. But I, I am glad that they tossed that little bone and then they had someone dressed in Michael Jackson sort of way. So that was, yeah, that was that funny. Was good. Um, what, do you do you like any of the Hollywood horror movies? Because I think Hollywood by far does does I, it so. I can't. Better. I can't watch them. I mean, I've seen some of the very early. What's the very earliest zombie movie? Is it Night of the Living Dead? Probably. Yeah. So I've seen that. Um, I've seen. Oh my God! Why am I blanking on the one that's set in San Francisco and everyone's getting infected? It's not exactly zombies, I think I know though. which one you mean, but I haven't seen it, so I don't, I don't remember the name. Um, with Jeff, with Jeff Goldblum. Um, yeah, I don't really, I'm, I scare very easily, so I tend not to watch these things. I've seen a couple of Stephen King films, and they were too scary for me. Um, Have you watched do, The Mist? No. Oh my God. It is a gut punch. It is so good. I read the book. It's also Stephen King. It is so good, Beth, especially the ending. Like I won't spoil it for you, but you should see. It's actually not terrifying in like, in like a scenes sort of way. Mm -hmm. It's terrifying in the way that Bobo is terrifying. Okay. In, and those are the, the better for me. That's Yes. Not that those are easy to watch, but those are easier to watch. Why am I, I'm going to look at They're easy to watch, but they disturb, disturb you more yeah, afterwards. Very, very disturbing. Um, but you should watch The Mist if you can. Uh, yeah, I may not be able to. Why can't I find, what is the. <laughs> the, zombies <laughs> ate your, the zombies ate your internet. Oh, the zombies maybe did eat my internet. Um, I. Yeah, I just scare really easily. I love a suspenseful. I'm always game to watch a Hitchcock or something like that. Although I was terrified by Psycho the first time I saw it because um, I was 14 or something. Scary. For it's me, scary. I was too young. Um, but yeah, I so I don't, I think the idea that humans enjoy being scared or like we enjoy, fight, we need a controlled setting to experience fear. Like I, I, I think that's kind of fascinating psychologically. It just doesn't, that's not one that, motivates me but it sounds like you are more brave than I and will dabble in some of no. these films. So here's the thing I'm a complete out and out coward complete coward like I also square, scare easy I'm very jumpy <laughs> in those things and I especially when I lived in a very very sketchy neighborhood in Atlanta I would take my dog everywhere like I would literally take my dog to like supermarkets and gas stations because I just lived in an extremely dangerous area it was like one of the worst mm. non-gentrified at that point parts of Atlanta very seedy um and I'm just like a coward in general but that's precisely why I like horror mm. it's also why I really enjoy monster movies because I know none of that is going to happen to me and also I don't believe in any of those things so like I know Godzilla doesn't exist I know right. zombies don't exist I know ghosts don't exist so it's fine it's like okay I can see 
other people going through all this bullshit. Meanwhile, I'm cozy and I'm eating Doritos. Like yesterday, I was watching Go Go Gone and I was so cozy. I sent you a picture. I was wearing like my bubblegum pink fleece. You guys cannot believe how cozy she looked. She was like, she was set. She was well protected by her kitty cat and her fuzzy, fuzzy loungewear. Like all was good. It was so good. I had my snacks. I had like a bowl of snacks. It was wonderful. Like, yeah, okay, there's the zombie outbreak on my TV, but what do I care? I'm not the one who's being hunted down and like eaten and stuff. So I love the idea of horror movies, also monster movies, because I know none of those bad things are going to happen to me because those things don't exist. What is far more frightening to me, and I will not watch, are the gangs of Wasepur kind of movies because mm. I know that those people do exist and that's way more frightening. Um, I am so happy that our podcast is not popular because um, I guarantee you there would be so many fanboys and fangirls who'd be like, what yeah. do you mean you haven't seen gangs of Wasepur? Why well, it's scary. I don't want to watch that shit. Um, yeah. I've, I've seen it. It's not for me. Right? It's just like, yeah, it's just going to make me feel unhappy and depressed. Men have like, issues and shoot each other. Life? Like, okay. I don't, don't like Western, I don't like Westerns either though. So like, I don't that's, you know, that's not my I just think they're silly. Yeah. But my favorite Hollywood horror movies are probably, there's three of them. And I watched them multiple times. I watched The Omen. So good. Oh, no. Um, oh, no. Have you seen it? It's no, so no, good. No, 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 no. I couldn't handle that. No, it's very atmospheric. I mean, even the music is scary. <laughs> well, yeah, but but it's not that. Like, it's not it's not gross. It's just it's very entertaining and atmospheric, and like you should see it. It's good. And then um, I love Rosemary's Baby. Oh, I've seen that. That was good. That is good. That is so good. And then I actually I saw. Um, so when I lived in New York, I saw that building where um, Mia Farrow used to live, and I was like, "Oh, that's Rosemary's baby's mama, or whatever." That's Rosemary's <laughs> baby. And then um, I also really like The Exorcist. That's very effective too. I've seen that as well. Very good. Um, so I have a funny story about Exorcist. So when I was growing up. I lived in rural Nigeria and the only way we could, we didn't have movie theaters or anything. The only way you could watch movies is if you went to the Indian grocery store uncle and he would give you like little cassettes. It's not like we had Blockbuster or Hollywood video right. and um, you would, you know, get cassettes from him. And so my parents wanted to watch Exorcist. So they got that and I really wanted to watch it. And my parents were like, no, 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 you can't watch it. And then one night they were out for like a cocktail party or something. So I watched it. My nanny was with me and she didn't stop me. So I watched it. And then I spent the entire week afterwards crying at night. I refused to go to bed. I slept in my parents' bed, tantrums every single night. It was the worst thing ever. Couldn't go to school because I was sleep deprived. It was a disaster. And my parents were so upset with me. But here's the thing. I never learned because I'm stupid. I was going to say. I don't learn. So I regretted, I regretted my decision, as did my parents and my nanny. Everyone regretted this decision. But about two months later, I was chatting with my best friend, and I wanted to be cool. And I said, have you seen The Exorcist? And she said, absolutely not. My parents would never let me. I was like, I have it. She's like, you do? And I said, I have the cassette. My parents forgot to return it to the grocery store uncle. And she's like, should we watch it? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. So my my mom was in the kitchen. My dad was somewhere, I don't know where. So we locked the door to my bedroom and we put Exorcist in the thing. And the first few whatever scenes came on and then it became Mary Poppins. 
my dad had recorded Mary Poppins over the cassette because he did not trust me. He was like, I know what kind of devil spawn I have produced and this child will try to watch this movie again. So he had re-recorded it with Mary Poppins. And so I lost all street cred that day. So it is very sure sad. did. That's amazing. Salute your father. That is such good parenting. <laughs> It was like, there's no point in teaching this child because she never learns from her mistakes. So we'll just give her a rude shock, a rude awakening. That's and she really tries to funny. Yeah, so that is my exorcist turned Mary. We just watched Mary Poppins. It was fine. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to be not get the movie you wanted, getting Mary Poppins is a pretty good. Yeah, you can just sing along to the suffragettes. I mean, that's fun. Yeah. Um, okay, are we excited for Badia? Yeah. Now, is there a trailer out yet at the time of this no. recording? No. Okay. I've only seen the poster um, and it looks really cool. There's Varun Dhawan doing this and we we know we love Varun Dhawan except when I he do. does stupid shit like Jura. And there's like um, sort of like an outline of a, what I assume is a werewolf underneath him. So I'm very excited to see it. And apparently it's being marketed as like a horror comedy. So mm -hmm. I, I'm hoping it's going to be more like three and not as much as we, which I did not enjoy. Although I do like Rajkumar Rao very much. Um, so I kind of wish that it was releasing at the end of this month in time for yeah. Halloween, but it's coming out at end of November because India is like, what is Halloween? We don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited for Bedia. Um, I really do think you should watch The Mist and you should watch Rain Busan, by the way. I get I, so not too long ago I thought I, I'll try to rewatch X Files, and I watched the, I watched the first one. You know, the whatever episode I chose, I started at night, and I lived by myself. I was like, "Oh, this was a bad idea, Beth Watkins. Why are you doing this?" So I will see. I I always need a safety buddy for scary movies. So just adopt a kitten or a dog. You'll be fine, Beth. My teddy bears <laughs> at on the standby, ready for you know. Uh, well, yeah. if, well, in horror movies, teddy bears always reanimate. So I don't, I don't know if you should trust your teddy bear. <laughs> I am in the middle of a uh, truly international watch along of Papiguria, which I, oh, I've, seen, I've seen one of the later ones, but I haven't seen that one. So, um, but I fully oh. expect that not to be scary. So I think I can handle it. But I've never I'm seen sure Child's Play. Like, oh, oh, so Child's Play, um, I had a friend who really loved that movie. I'm very questionable friends, clearly. So she <laughs> loved Child's Play. And one time I said something to her to the effect of like, why have you watched this movie so many times? Like, you're weird. And she was like, oh, I haven't just seen Child's Play. I've also seen Bride of Chucky. I was like, what the heck is that? So that is the sequel where apparently Chucky the doll gets married sure. because apparently even Chucky can get married. Sure. So that one's called Bride of Chucky. And then I was like, that's disgusting. Who would marry Chucky? He's horrible. And then she goes, oh, that's nothing. They have a child too. I was like, what the fuck? So it's called Seed of Chucky. Ew. <laughs> so apparently she'd watched all three movies. I'm sure there's like grandchild of Chucky where Chucky's like grandpappy or something. I'm sure they mm. exist. We should Google this for research. Mm. I don't need to know. <laughs> okay. Well, let's wrap up this episode. What movies do you think that your uh, that our viewers should see? I mean, if you haven't seen Bulbul, watch Bulbul. It's truly, truly excellent. Um, I, I mean, probably everyone's seen that and Stree. Um, and I mean, I'll, I'll be true to myself. Get, pull out a Ramsey Brothers movies. They're all super fun and, and you'll enjoy the monster makeup and 
count how many times the lady in her nighty runs through the woods for no reason. And you know, it's a good time. And it's a great way to see either people who were almost famous, but not quite, or who used to be famous, who kind of come through some of these movies. So, you know, if Aruna Irani does it, it can't be all bad in my opinion. Right, which reminds me, we need to do a vamps episode at yes. some point because our common friend, Lancharoni, when I had told her long ago that we were gonna start a podcast, the first thing she sent me was a direct message. It was in all caps and it said, please do an episode on vamps. I, I mean, and I think I that's like, a whole, that's a mini series, you know? There's so many great right? vamps. So many. We love our vamps. We do. Um, I would suggest to our viewers that if you have the stomach for truly scary horror, but it is such a great cinematic experience, you have to watch The Mud. It is hands down the best horror movie I've seen come out of India, to the point that I think it should have been um, India's entry for the Oscars. And it's not wow. because they always send bad movies, except for Jeans. I stand by the Indian jury sending um, Jeans to the Oscars. Um, I'm the only one who feels that way. Um, you should also watch Train to Busan, which is so good. Um, you should watch three and if you are planning to watch Bedia let us know how you feel about it because Beth and I will probably watch Bedia because we like Varun Dhawan when he's being yeah. funny and not annoying um, so don't forget to like share subscribe um, write us your comments I read all of your YouTube comments and then I also respond um, so we can get like some good chatter going on over there and thank you for watching Filmy Ladies <laughs>